0: Good evening and welcome back to The Wandering. Today's going to be a really fun topic. I love this topic. We're going to touch on just a few things within it. But I'm going to be honest, all I've done for like straight up the last two weeks is does anyone else get so enamored or immersed in a book series, actually, a book series that you almost become a little depressed once it's over? Has anyone on here, which I'm probably going to get slammed... By the Christian community for reading these books, but whatever. Don't act like you don't either. They're fun. You're okay. Um, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Have you guys read them? I think people call them ACOTAR for short. Amazing. I was so addicted. I think I read... I've read one of them in less than 24 hours, and then I quickly went and bought the rest and finished them almost within a week and a half, and then I found out there were actually more out, so I went and got that one. I, I hope you guys have read this. If you haven't, I'm really into that weird out-of-this-world type of stuff. I like to escape from my world, from my work, and I don't know. Do you guys do that too? Whatever, I'll get back on topic. Y'all are probably like, shut up, Haley." Let's let's talk about this. So, yeah, uh. Today, we're going to talk about a really, really common statement that I think we say to each other, assuming with with good intentions, I would say. We say this with good intention to bring comfort to those in pain or in struggle. And it is, everything happens for a reason. Does it? Mm. (laughs) I actually found this quote on Facebook, I think, and it's an office quote, but it's where Ryan says, I don't get it. I don't get what I did wrong. And Dwight says, not everything's a lesson, Ryan. Sometimes you just fail. Not everything's a lesson, right? Not everything happens for a reason. So I think where people get this idea of everything happens for a reason is Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. It doesn't say everything happens for a reason, and it doesn't say that everything that happens is good. We live in a fallen world, so evil can and will prevail sometimes, whether we like that or not. The promise is that in everything that happens, God will work within it. What I think most people don't like about this and what many pastors say about this statement is it's kind of like if you agree with or you say the statement of everything happens for a reason, you're kind of giving it over to fate as if you had to do something stupid or something bad had to happen in order for something good to happen. God doesn't want you to do the wrong thing in order for good to happen, Does that make sense? The consequences are still very much there. And I can give you a good example of this. My divorce. If you follow me or if you've followed me for any amount of time on TikTok, I guess maybe not. I've never actually spoken about my divorce in an individual video. I've only talked about it in lives because people would ask me certain questions about myself and I would answer so yes I was divorced by about the age of 23 years old and it was very stupid it was very fast I barely knew the guy and it had so many consequences including that I not only hurt myself and my family but I hurt him and his family and it's not like we did anything wrong it was just I quickly realized what I had done after getting married after knowing him for a couple of months been like, "Oh my gosh, what have I done? And I chose to get out of that because that was not the life I wanted to live, and this can start off on a whole or spin off onto a whole other dating series that I won't even get into because asking those questions while you're dating is so 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 important. You need to know those kind of things that you want to the kind of life you want to live. you need to know. So you don't wind up in a situation like me. Although I wound up in my situation because I was totally insecure and running away from a life I knew I didn't want and wound up running right into it. This is wild. It's wild how that works, right? But was my divorce necessary for me to become who I am today? No. Divorce was not required for me to become a whole, healthy, secure person. And I could say this about any other dumb thing I've also done in my life. I've had many, but all my divorce did was lead me to a deeper rock bottom and it sucked (laughs) and a longer testimony and a testimony that while yes, shows God's grace and love, it wasn't necessary for me to become a part of God's plan. My testimony, no matter how deep it runs and how much goodness has come out of it, isn't some badge of honor to be compared to. It isn't something to aspire to. The decisions I've made have simply been stupid and have brought a lot of unnecessary struggle into my life, struggle that God warns us against time and time again. And he doesn't love me anymore because I willingly walked into darkness and chose him again. And he wouldn't have loved me any less if I had stayed on the right path. And sometimes I think we get that into our heads that this brokenness that we experience makes us like a warrior and yes it does we become a total warrior for the Lord I absolutely agree with that but when you view yourself as a warrior you almost view yourself as more honorable maybe because you've been into battle and you made it through and you're back in the light you're no longer in the darkness but are you any more of a warrior than someone who fought evil and didn't actually take part in it in the first place no no, it's a different kind of strength, and I think to say everything happens for a reason is often a way to avoid taking responsibility for your own choices so no i I don't think everything happens for a reason. Just call it what it is. Don't try to explain everything away. sometimes there isn't a reason. sometimes it's not fair, and on this side of heaven, we will experience pain john sixteen thirty three I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. On this earth, on this side of heaven, we are going to experience pain and brokenness, things that are absolutely unfair, things that don't make sense, because how could they? We're going to experience sickness, bad choices, and evil. The irony is, while we make dumb choices, they also made a dumb choice that started this whole pattern. Adam and Eve made this choice in Genesis to take from the tree of life. The one thing God said not to touch. And are we all so bitter as if we would have done it any differently? Because we like to think we know better and we would have done differently. But would we have really chosen any differently? So, yeah, the statement of everything happens for a reason. I think you can say everything happens for a reason, but don't say it as if it's anywhere in the Bible because it's not. Sometimes the reason is because you made a dumb decision. Sometimes the reason is because we live in a broken world and broken things happen. It's not because you had to go through it in order to become who you are today. Romans eight twenty eight is not saying everything happens for a reason. It's simply saying if you believe in God and you follow Jesus, he's going to make all things work together for good. This doesn't exempt you from the consequences that come with your decision. This doesn't exempt you from the pain of this fallen world. It just means if you will allow it, he'll bring good out of evil. So yes, good came out of my dumb decision to get married and divorce, but it doesn't mean I had to go through it. I really love this quote by North Coast Church, and it's, just because God brings good out of evil doesn't mean evil was good or necessary. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I I think this is a quick line, and I don't really have that much more to add to it other than, I, I just think this was quick because this is one of those common statements we like to use as a comforting word as if it has any kind of scriptural weight to it and it doesn't and i think we should be relieved that it doesn't because if we start to say i mean how can you look a mom in the eye who maybe just lost a child and you say to her everything happens for a reason how can you look at someone who's dying from cancer and say your cancer is happening for a reason no no sometimes things just are horrible Sometimes things are just absolutely downright wrong. That's it. Nothing else to it. And I'll bring you back again to John 16, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. You will. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Take heart. This isn't the end. Take heart. He rises again. And someday there will be a new world. And there will be no pain. There be no more depression or sadness, no more cancer or sickness. But until then, we live on earth, we're human, and we're going to experience trouble. And evil sometimes will win. This also brings me to the point of, you know, those people that are like, this ain't nothing but the devil. Oh my goodness. We give him... Way too much credit. Don't give him more power than he already has, okay? Don't give him that kind of power. I'm pretty sure even he is like, ah, nah, that wasn't me. You forgot to put gas in your tank. <laughs> and now you're stuck on the side of the road. That wasn't me. That was you. Oh, man. How many times do I hear people saying, it ain't nothing but the devil? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know even the devil's cracking up at that one oh I'm embarrassed by us (laughs) don't worry I've said it too because it's funny but uh yeah I I think the big takeaway from this is we've got to learn aside from the painful dark parts of this we've got to learn to take more responsibility for our own choices and to realize that darkness doesn't have to happen in our life evil doesn't have to come into our life or pain For us to experience the mind blowing grace of God, does it allow you a different view into God's grace? Yes. But does God want you to have to go through that to experience that level of grace? No. God doesn't want us to have to experience this level of pain and brokenness in order to know Him. He doesn't. He warns us against it for a reason. He loves us so much to tell us what we shouldn't do because he knows better. And he knows we're going to go through it and see exactly why he warned us against it. I certainly figured that out with my own divorce at the age of 23. Young and stupid. I absolutely see the consequences. And I still live with them. And I will. I will. Did it give me a deeper understanding of God's grace? Yes. But did I need that dumb decision to understand God's grace and God's love? No. No. Thank you so much for listening tonight or today, whatever time it is that you're listening. I think this was such a fun one and I hope I didn't offend anybody. I think we touched some deep things in a light way and I tend to use humor to deal with deep topics, so I hope that didn't upset anyone and I really hope you guys are not in a place or going through anything like this, but I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. It's We're coming into Friday while I'm posting this, and yeah, I'm really excited to continue doing this, and I'm getting more and more topics coming in, so if you have a request, feel free to let me know, otherwise I tend to talk about what I'm going through immediately so you're not alone when we're talking about these things we're you're not alone going through them okay i'm i'm in it with you and that's what i love about this community and i just can't thank you enough again for being a part of it see you next week